make you feel bad about who you reject? And how do you let people down gently? And is ghosting ever just the best way? Welcome to You Never Text Me Back. Let's overanalyze this. This week, we're welcoming one of my best gays, Justin DeRoe, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona, to discuss this hot topic. Hi, Justin. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing absolutely fantastic. It's so wonderful to talk to you ladies. Big fan of the show. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God, we have a fan. That's the best. Yeah, excited to have you. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about rejection. And um, and the reason that this topic came about was because after you listened to one of our podcast episodes, you were like, hey, let's talk about when you reject people and how it's easier than ever for people to make you feel bad for not wanting to date them and or everything that comes after dating. And I thought that was a really good topic because, yeah, I noticed a very big trend about who I'm attracted to on um, on Bumble and Tinder. But explain to me how it is on Grindr, because on Grindr, anybody can message anybody. So you can get like messages from people that you aren't necessarily attracted to. And then you have to like negotiate a way to let them down. Right. Well, and there's other subtleties as well, because it's not just messages. Um, different apps also oftentimes have their own kind of way of just signaling that you're interested without actually saying anything. Uh, for example, there's an app that I like to use a lot called Scruff, which instead of sending a message, you can send somebody a woof. Um, <laughs> it's like you woof at them, which is apparently what you would do in person if you saw a really hot guy, supposedly. I mean, that's what I would do. Um, I mean, that's basically, I'm like, rah, 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 yeah. rah, rah. <laughs> like out the window. And so there's a, a question of etiquette. Like, so if somebody woofs at you, they've signaled that you're attractive. Does that require a response? Like, what's the etiquette? He's like, thanks, I guess. So there's, there, so there's no like mutual sort of swiping to actually match before you can send a wolf or nope. once you- Anybody can- the only people you can't message are people that have, that have blocked you. That's oh, oh, interesting. Because that's that's different from what we experience with Bumble, Bumble and Tinder, specifically Bumble, because you have to both be attracted to each other. You both have to swipe on each other in order for like messaging to start. And on Tinder, anybody can message. And on Bumble, right. once you match up, it's the chick who's got 24 hours to message first. And I imagine in the gay community, because there's so many people who like are attracted to like a bear or they want like the different style of sort of like gay loving or yeah, whatever what, yeah. you would describe it as. How do we, how do we, you know, like, <laughs> how do you, how do you like, how do you ascertain that? Is that in their profile? There's, there's a gay app for guys who are only into missionary. Oh my God. Really? Is there? <laughs> because probably there's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be one that's but just like, we're just doing face to face. <laughs> Maybe with a sheet it in is, between. There, there seems to be a gay app for every subculture, every type, every everything. You know, yeah. there's there's an app for bears. There's an app for scruffy guys. There's an app for kinky guys. There's an app for older guys. There's an app for um old yeah I said older guys. There's an app for guys who are specifically into uh, bigger guys. Um, like yeah, there's an app for everybody. So so then it's less. So I guess I was going to say one of the ways that you could reject someone is if you're like, oh, well, you're clearly a blank and I'm really not into that. Oh, totally. And the apps have that again as a default. Like I identify as this type and like a line item in the app is in your profile. I am interested in this, these types of people. Gotcha. Okay, cool. You can kind of self-select out. Like if your type isn't on their list, don't bother. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, like it just makes selecting so much easier than it is in real life because, you know, speaking as a chick that goes out to the bars, 
you're approached by anybody and everybody who who finds you attractive and you have to like figure out a way to let them down like negotiate that like oh no i uh, because you there's a there's a part of me that it's ingrained that i never want to tell somebody oh i'm just not attracted to you because that almost seems like cruel but also being a chick that kind of that can sometimes put you in like a dangerous situation right i think you know obviously i'm married so i'm not out there dating anymore but people do still come up to me and now it's easy because i'm like sorry i'm married and then people you know what i find interesting though is that they'll be like yeah but like are you really married how married are you and i'm like get the fuck out if i brought it up i'm fucking married yeah get out of my face if i said no i meant no and also like i don't need to explain myself to you if you come over and say do you want a drink and i say no back off like that's a no i'm not like maybe convince me i'm like um does that happen where like one or the other person like kind of tries to like guilt you into it or convince you to like, but why aren't you interested? Are you sure? I feel like that happens a lot more on apps again, because there's less, um, there's kind of less risk. There's less stakes. Like in a bar, there's a being rejected in person is a lot scarier to people. Um, and so if they actually get rejected more often, they'll be like, Oh, I'm okay. I'm sorry. Never mind. I'll just die now. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, on apps, people are a lot more willing to kind of put themselves out there, um, and respond or not respond or tell them, no, I'm straight up not interested. Yeah. And the way that we like kind of like circled around this, this, uh, concept when you and I were talking was I made the comment of when, when it comes to who, who gets to be inside you, you get to be a little bit racist. And I did it to the tune of uh, that song, Everybody's a Little Bit Racist from um, Avenue Q. But then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, there's like, there's definitely something to be said for like, oh, I'm just not really into this type of guy. I'm not really into, like for, for me personally, um, I I tend to shy away from Latino dudes because I'm a Latina and there's a part of me that, you know, I see a Latino dude and I'm like, you look a lot like me and it's not, attractive to me but when it comes to like saying no to people i'm never like oh i don't date latino dudes right well and i have a lot of friends who will, will say that uh, and, and i'm i'm it's, a, it's an issue that i've been thinking a lot about as well the idea that preference is prejudice um that said what if your preference your you're not what if you're not interested in your own race um, which kind of also happens to be the case with me, but like, I'm not, my rule is I'm, I'm generally more attracted to non-white skin tones, which encompasses everything, Asian, black, Hispanic, and it doesn't matter. Um, but it's not exclusive. Like it, yeah, some guy, white guys I'm attracted to, um, it's rare, but it happens. Um, so I can end up kind of using that sometimes but this is where we're getting into like the idea of rejection. So if somebody messages me say, and they're, I'm not interested for whatever reason. Um, maybe I saw something in their profile that I just really didn't like, but my, what I do right now to kind of let people down gently and like not bruise their egos and kind of really make it clear that, look, it's not you, it's me. Um, I just tell them, you know, if, if they happen to be white, sorry, I'm just not really interested in white guys. And you know, whether that factored in at all, um, that just makes it really clear. Like there's nothing they can change. They can't make themselves not white. So they don't have a chance with it. Right. Yeah. That whole clear. like not letting people down kind of makes me mad though. Cause it's like, it's not me. It's you. Like I'm just not attracted to you. Like I don't want to have sex with you. Like it is you. It's not me. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, and I don't feel like that should be like a horrible, it's not like I'm going to like say it's not you because of the following 1000 reasons I thought of in the last 10 seconds since you messaged me. 
But like, I get where I get where you're coming from because I've totally done it too. I've like softened the blow, like, oh well, blah blah blah. Let me make up an excuse about this. But sometimes I feel like it's just I'm like, I just don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> can it not like- just be that I don't think you're cute? <laughs> And can it not be the beginning of a negotiation where you're like, are you sure? And it's like, no, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at you and I'm like, the idea of doing anything physically with you with my shirt off yeah. isn't appealing to me. So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call this what it is and it's a it's a hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. <laughs> when I love the idea that like we are actually rejecting people all the time. Like if we actually go out to a bar or a club, we are out of hand dismissing like ninety percent of that club just by looking around. And like not making eye contact with people and different things like that. There are other kind of physical social cues that we pick up on that we're rejecting people all the time and being rejected by other people all the time. But we don't realize it as much. We don't acknowledge that it's happening because we're not pushing a button saying, no, not you. Yeah. I haven't been on Tinder in a good long while. I wonder if it says it like, because when you swipe left on somebody, it says, nope. Like there's like a stamp that's like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's actually pretty pretty hard like that's a little harsh right there it's a little painful but yeah like in you're totally right subconsciously mm-hmm. anytime we're anywhere you're totally right with the lack of eye contact with you know just not showing a friendly face to somebody you're like yeah no i really don't need to without even thinking about it right or even like gracefully leaving a conversation like oh yeah i need to go check in with my friends over here okay bye <laughs> cool so good to see you oh my gosh hand, like with a hand grasp and you're like all right i'll see you later I got right? a key. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I I was not aware of how many going back to it. I was not aware of how many apps there were for gay guys because there are not that many for straight and queer women. I know for queer women there's her now, which is awesome, which is super cool. And Bumble is like a very feminist version of Tinder. But then when it comes to like swiping apps or like dating apps, there's not too much outside of that other than there's Well, there's like the there's not too many that are more of a like a that sort of dating app experience right the other ones are more what i would qualify as serious yeah like match like you're actually looking for a relationship where on tinder you might be or you might not be but you're definitely not everyone is right and then there's like coffee meets bagel why don't we like those ones are more experience based where it's like we're gonna go out and do something on like an actual date instead of instead of what tinder and bumble are which is basically just hot or not dressed up right and I, it's it's so hard especially for you know for heterosexual couples because women in particular always have the the threat of danger of violence and so it's it's all of the other apps that are actually going to get adopted and i think this is why tinder took off so well is because they it kind of created that that boundary for women because i've heard stories from so many people that even just having a dating profile you are as a woman you're going to get inundated with Horrible things, horrible, just horrible, horrible people just coming at you from all sides. Um, and who wants that? And so to have that barrier for women's own protection, it's sad that that's the world we live in, but I appreciate why it's needed. Whereas if it's two guys meeting up on a gay app, there's a little bit more equal footing. I mean, don't get me wrong, like um, domestic abuse absolutely happens in gay relationships as well. Um, but there's not that fear. There's a little more understanding that, you know, like, it's, it's there's a lot more sexual drive. Oftentimes, guys are not looking to date; they're looking for right now, right, uh, right, shit, fuck now. <laughs> um, and and so to have to create any barrier in there to like, no, you have to wait until they see it in a preview. Nope, nope, deal breaker, deals off. Nope, I wanted like within the next two hours, and if you can't make that happen, you're wasting my time. Yeah, 
I we we talked to a uh, marriage and relationship like professor Dr. Alexandra Solomon. She was one of our very first guests and she laid it out in a way that I'd never realized it before where she said, you know, the thing about grinder and the thing about like like dating apps is that what they do is they allow you to create an experience with somebody who knows what you're down for. And you go to a bar and you could meet somebody and you're like, oh, they're cute, but they're also, you know, they've got like a, a dungeon room and you're not down for that. You're one of those like missionary only type of people. And what Grinder does is it eliminates that first layer of like, we have to get to know what each other's um, wants and needs are. And we are already aware of it. So it creates like a much safer experience where you know you've got you know bears and cubs and and it's like i'm down for this are you down for this let's do this immediately we're both you know walking into this eyes wide open we know exactly what we're what we're getting into and i was like that's fucking fascinating like that's super cool i don't know if that actual like something that explicit actually exists for straight people so my my sister i recently told my sister about this and she was just amazed she's like why don't straight people have this so in the gay fetish community there's a thing called the hanky code uh do either of you know about the hanky code i do i do not i'm so excited <laughs> so in in um in fetish world in particular there's such a world of different things that you can be into like there's really runs the gamut and it's really important especially for gay guys, if they're looking for like right now, they're looking for somebody that meets their specific interests for what they're looking for. It's really helpful to know quickly what somebody else is interested in. And so um, early um, gay guys in leather bars developed this thing called the hanky coat, where if you're wearing a certain color hanky on a certain side, that means you bottom for whatever that thing is. And if you wear it on the left side, that means you top for that thing. So mm -hmm. you can just look around the bar and whatever color hanky somebody has, you can tell whether they top or bottom and what they're into. Oh, wow. It's early, early, early apps. Yeah, for, <laughs> the beginning, the beginning of it. Which is like so cool. That would be so, I mean, that would be so great to walk in and just look around the bar and be like, nope, nope. Ooh, yeah, I want that right now. <laughs> that would be great. You don't have to like shuffle sh shuffle through shit basically right. to get to where you want to go. And I bet I bet that totally does exist. We just kind of live yeah, in like, you're so. married and I live in like a sheltered world. I don't think it does. <laughs> I feel like both of us have banged enough dudes that we would know if that was, if there was some sort of code out there that we didn't know about. I think we probably would, especially out here in LA. It's like, oh, did you hear about this like code party that's yeah. going on? Be like, what, what, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I will go with you. Huh? How many hankies do I need? <laughs> How many colors can I put in one pocket? <laughs> you just have a rainbow yes. sticking out just both like, pockets. I'm like, up for it all, kids. Lined up on your leg, like actually like wrapped around LL Cool J style. Like, yeah. Just kidding, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> when you get into that, oh, I see you're wearing light blue. No, no, no. This is dark blue. Oh. What it, wait, what does yeah. that one mean? This is cerulean. Okay. Or this is puce. Sorry. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm not into forest green. Ew. <laughs> How dare you? Go take your go take your deviant things out elsewhere. <laughs> I'm really curious as well. So coming back to the idea of, of rejection. So especially on the gay apps, um, so often, because anybody can message anybody, so often I'll send out a message and just get crickets. Um, uh, and oftentimes early on, like people would message me and I would just not respond. And there were a few people early on that I don't, I wish I could remember how they in some way kind of politely told me, you know, thanks, but I'm not interested. And I loved that. Right. So I was like, oh my God, thank you. 
thank you. Like, I, I wish you were because you're really hot, but now I don't have to waste my time. Like, now I know, great, I don't have a chance, cool, I'm done, moving on, because I don't want to waste my time chasing after somebody who's not interested. So great, great, done, eliminated, on to the next. Yeah, yeah. yeah we actually were talking, when we talked with Bianca, my sister, we were telling her to try out, uh, thank you, good luck with your search, because oh, yeah, yeah. like I want you to be happy. I want you to find what you're looking for. I'm just not that. And I found uh, I found the same thing you did that I really don't like when they just don't respond. I'd rather just like a polite no thanks, like have a great day. And then you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I when I was dating on dating apps, um, that's what I always sent. Like if I was closing the book on someone that I'd been messaging for a while, I'd be like, you know, this was fun chatting, but you know. Go forth and try to have sex with someone else because you're not having sex with me. Right. Yeah. I, I feel I feel bad because recently I did uh, – I pulled like a weird ghost on a guy because for, for me what I run into often is that I will have a really good time on dates and I will like – I'm just going to have a good time. If I'm out there, we're going to have a good time. If you're an interesting person, we're going to have a good time. If you laugh at my jokes, we're definitely going to have a good time. And I went on a date with this dude and I was like, oh, this guy is like super awesome. I've got zero – desire to make out with him i've got zero desire to to do anything physical with him but i would dearly love to be friends with him and i ran into like a, a weird moment because normally what i would do is i would say that i would be like hey you know i'm i'm not quite used to like a guy like aggressively making the move on the first date with like you know the first kiss or whatever um unless we're clearly going there and this dude like I was like, all right, cool. Like, gave him a big old hug. And I was like, about to do it, about to be like, this was awesome. I would love to like hang out again as friends. And he went in for the kiss before that popped out. And he was really into the kiss. And I was like, I can't do, like, oh, I was taken aback and I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't just be like, oop, nope. And so it's not that I kissed him back, it's that I didn't not kiss him. And then after that, it was very much like, I, I've been thinking about you. I'd love to go on another date. And I was like, how to do this? And I, and I, luckily for me got so busy that he was like it just seems like you're super busy and like he took that hint but now I can't be friends with that guy and it sucks because that version of re rejection like negates the possibility of having a friendship and I run into it a lot so there's a lot of a lot of people out there who I'm like hey that was a great first date and you're a cool person but we're never going to sexually engage and a couple of times it's it has been like hey, I would just like to be friends. And the other person has been like, I'm not in the in the market for new friends, but thank you very much for your candor and you know, best of luck to you. And I'm like, that is like the perfect yeah. breakdown. That is not what I did with this dude. <laughs> Oopsie poo. Yeah. So that's what I, I get so frustrated with. I'm trying to, I'm, honestly, I'm going to want to pull all my friends and be like, how would you feel if somebody just straight up told you, I'm not interested? Not not all this, it's not it's not you, it's me. It just, they just said, you know what, thanks, but I'm not interested, yeah. the end. Yeah. No other explanation. Like if you messaged somebody that you thought was smoking hot, like you wanted to have a million of his babies, <laughs> and he said, thanks, I'm not interested. How, would that be okay with you? Be like, cool. Totally. Great. Yeah. I'd be like, you're lost, sucker. And then I would just match with like a thousand more people. Yeah. I would I would definitely be like, the fuck? But I'd do it like privately. I would be like, what? 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 For like five minutes. And then I would completely forget about totally it. Totally forget I've got the about the memory it. of a box of chocolate. Can we just back up to Bridget matching up with a thousand other people when she's the married one? I think we need to, that does not go un Back in unmentioned. the day when Bridget was doing the dating thing, she was doing it with, a lot of success. With intensity. <laughs>
Like I do all things in my life, Justin, I approached it like a project and I aggressively dated. The week I met my husband, I had five other or four other dates. He was one of five. Yeah. The week and, that uh, they met, she was on. She was like, all right. And this dude, too. Yeah. And this dude, too. And this dude, too. You got to. Bridget has like the brain of an elephant and ha- and can like encompass the world. And like in one week, if I have more than one date, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do I, this anymore. I also find that like Julie in, in person on a first date, I can be quite charming and fun and funny. Uh and but I am much meaner than Julie is, and so like I shut that shit down. <laughs> like towards the end of the day, I start saying things like, "You know, this was really fun," and they're like, "We should do it again." And I'm like, "You know, I don't think so." <laughs> yeah, like before we get to the hugging, I'll like do a nice like nod, maybe a handshake, occasionally a hug if I really did have a nice date. But like I I was very like I was. Just- See that you're being proactive. You're setting the terms first. Yeah. Like before he even gets the chance to like lunge at you with his yeah. mouth, you're saying, "Cool, hand out. This was fun." By totally, yeah. Like, don't get up in my space. I love that. There's so many things about Bridget that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna take notes on this, and then I get into the moment of it, and I'm just like, "No, we're having a good time." <laughs> oh God, we're kissing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta put up a. F- and I'm trying so hard to be that. I want to be. I need to channel more Bridget yes. because I'm finding as I get older. I have a, a lot less tolerance for that kind of bullshit. And there were dates uh, even four years ago um, where like I identified in the first five minutes that like, well, this date is definitely over. Like there is no interest here. And I still oh, yeah. stayed two hours through dinner. And I'm like, I, wow. Oh, yeah. I went, I went on a date recently where, you know, those, those dates that you go on where you're like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. It's going to be so great. And then they have like zero interest in either hearing what you have to say or even looking at you while you're talking. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And for me, I was sitting there and we were downtown at Mescalero for anybody in LA. That place is the jam. Maybe not the best service, but really good cocktails. And we're sitting there and I was just like, like, you know, when you know that you're cooler than someone, but they have no desire in talking about anything other than themselves. And and it was, you know, he was an industry guy. So he was talking about like, oh, you know, I've done this, I've done that, da, da, da. And I was like, cool. And at one point I was like, so I've done some stuff, but um, I should probably get going. And he was like, oh, all right, cool. Like he didn't even hear the first part of like, I've done some stuff in my life. You don't get to know about it because I'm leaving right now. And it was just one of those like fucking moments where I was like, this is like a different kind of rejection. And I also wish that on your dating profile, you would have been like, I'm a douche. (laughs) When we go on our date, I'm not going to look at you while you're talking. I'm going to look at the lights and out the front door. And I also have no interest in hearing about your life. Like, yeah. And there's just no way to weed that person out. Yeah. I'm curious out there, do people, are people better about making their profiles interesting? Because I find a lot here and other places as well when I travel, like everyone's like, I love family and hanging out with my friends and movies and hiking. And I'm like, great. Great. So does everybody (laughs) fucking else. You, congratulations. You're boring. You win the boring prize. (laughs) Um, And I included my profile. I'm sorry. I mean, I tell myself a little bit about me. I mentioned that like I get into cosplay and like, like, tell me the weird shit. Like, tell me the weird shit up front. The stuff that I, I want to eventually find out on the fourth date, how about you just lead with that? Because that's going to be, make it real clear, like, whether or not we're a match. I feel like, I feel like profiles are pretty good here. Yeah, it's, well, it's a mixed bag because you'll also run into, like, profiles where there's nothing, where it's just the yeah. pictures and it's just the person. And I'm like, you couldn't even write two words. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like six, they say, Ask me. six yeah. emojis in a row. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's a fucking code. <laughs> I'm not a hieroglyphic reader. This is bullshit. <laughs> 
That's some words. Yeah, but I feel like Bridget and I, because we're writers, like back in the day, I remember Bridget's profile. Like it's verbose and like yeah, it quippy. sells you. Yeah. yeah, because you're basically like you're trying to sell yourself, and yeah. if you if you're not interesting to me, then I'm not going to be interesting to you. Or like I'm definitely going to be interesting to you because I wrote that profile with like grace. But you're not going to be interesting to me because look at all the stuff that I put down. It's a it's a mixed bag. And and a profile can be simple as long as like for instance, if I was just looking to bang hot dudes in my profile, I would say I want to get down tonight. You know what I mean? Like, but I would like spell it out. I wouldn't be like I like camping. I'd be like I want to fuck under the stars. Okay. Are you down for that? Hey, hey high five. There was a there was a dude who had it perfectly on his profile. He was like, you know, not not up for a lot or not up for anything serious. Just looking for the right customer for repeat business. And I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, I get what you're <laughs> yeah. up what you're putting yeah. down. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up, put it in my pocket, <laughs> take you home with me. Yeah, I yeah I appreciate a good profile. I I don't I can't remember. I never really used Tinder when I was traveling home to like Chicago or or any of the other places I traveled because I I usually when I go places because I work so much it's usually like an aggressive schedule of like see every person you know in 24 hours plus I have no desire of people in my hometown either knowing that I'm on a dating app or just knowing that I'm in town (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess in in Chicago it's like there's less I mean a few people might see me but yeah there's just so many people like when I go home to Santa Fe I'm like well turning off all this shit because a I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hook up with any of you and b I don't want you to know them here I when I I'm in Houston right now visiting my family and I dared to open up one app and immediately like all of them like updated like they're they're geolocating whatever and all of a sudden I'm getting messages like crazy because I'm fresh meat in the area and I'm like I'm just here visiting my family I'm not no none of this is happening (laughs) Please, please don't, please don't message me. The, now you've made this visit tawdry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I remember one time when you came to visit me, Julie, we got to sit down in a bar with some other friends and we all opened up our apps and critiqued each other's profiles. And if people, if anybody out there has friends that they are close enough with, they can be brutally honest with and, you know, and loving it was such an amazing experience because I so thoroughly enjoyed it. But getting honest, genuine feedback on my profile. And is this going to turn people off versus this? Or should you say this differently? It was really fantastic. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And the pictures, too. Because me and Julie and, like, all the people we worked with used to go through. And we'd be like, no, we need to take a new photo of you. Okay, let's go in this lighting. Let's, like, put a palm tree behind you. Because, you know, <laughs> it's like that's that's the first thing they see is that photo. It's a yeah. snap judgment. So if you have, like, something that's like too far away so you can't really see your features and all these people who have like fucking sharks and they're I'm like get out of here I don't want I don't want a shark I want to see if like you look like you have all your teeth and you seem nice yeah like and even and if you not, don't like, have all creep. your teeth show me your teeth like yeah I'm fine if you show don't have all teeth. your teeth but I want to know going into it yes. that I'm walking into a date with somebody who's toothless yeah like let me know that stuff there's like a there's like a list of things that you want and also for everybody who's dating you have five pictures fucking use them yeah. the 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 profiles that only have like two pics i'm like really you yeah. you're I, I have no idea yeah. who you are unless you're like chris evans with picture number one and then you're like okay touche yeah. do we even need a second one yes we do captain yeah. america tight white tee okay <laughs> <laughs> well, like all of the chrises all of the chrises across the board all i need is one picture like i'm fine i got you i know exactly what you're what yeah. you're about
And I love the things that there are some things in photos that at least for me are like instantly disqualifying. Like that's a real quick way for me to get a definite no. And one of them is guys who pose in photos with their dogs. What? I, I drives me insane. Like, I'm sorry, if your dog is that important to you, this is not going to work Even well. if it's just one dog? I'm a cat person. Oh, you are a cat person. I forgot about that. Total cat <laughs> I'm like, no, I fucking love their I'm like, dogs. Every woman is like, oh, like loves a dog, dog photo. If you're climbing into bed with us, then this is not going to work yeah. out. I mean, that's a, that's, you know, that's a question that's for fair. a later date. But for me, like, if you've got a picture at least of like one dog, I'm like, okay, a dog, an animal likes you. You've kept something you've alive. You've kept something alive. That's like, <laughs> those are good qualities. <laughs> Animals don't like people that are awful. Yeah, and going, and going back to the way that you reject people based on, like, visuals, I mean, pictures are an easy way to reject someone based on, obviously, like, skin color or race because you just see them and you're, you see their skin color. And I think it's interesting because I would say that most people have a preference for race, either unconsciously or consciously. And you, if you looked through their swipes and did, like, percentages, you could be like, well, you reject blank race 99.99%, oh, yeah. right. and you reject this race 78%, and you accept this race, you know, 48% of the time. So clearly, you don't, you know. But it's like, is that – We, me and Julia were talking about this earlier. Is that necessarily, like, a bad thing in the sense of, like, you know, you're not necessarily saying, I hate all people who are that color – but you're just like, I don't necessarily want to be skin to skin with their junk in my junk person. <laughs> to say it like that. So definitely getting into a dicey area. But I would, I would tend to say, yes, ultimately, like if you are willing to blanket, say, absolutely no, I'm not interested in everybody from this one particular race. That's just such a huge generalization that that is a form of racism. That is basically um, preference is prejudice yeah um i can honestly say that like the only like I, I i feel like i definitely have preferences and like i said before like i have i have a hard time dating my own race because i'm like what if we're related or like you remind me too much of my my family um but there's there's literally only two things that will automatically disqualify you from me swiping uh right on you and that's being named after my father or my brother's like that's fair that's <laughs> fair yeah that's fair i will never do that i will never do that because there's like the idea of moaning out my father or my brother's names in bed makes me want to throw up and die <laughs> yeah like actually just be like we're yeah. done done we're yeah. done here <laughs> one of my cousins who i love and i love her husband her husband has the same name as her dad and i was like i don't get it she's like i call him babe all the time that's what i would do yeah. hon honey yeah Babe. Oh, babe, you're getting cutie. It. <laughs> I never say their name ever. I see. That's not. That's not prejudicial. That's just like smart. Yeah, that's, that's just, just smart. That's just. That's just good. What is it? You're like treating yourself sense. well. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself to not having like mental disorders when you're older. And when you're like having sex, you don't want to be like hindered. You want. You don't want to be like. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like no that's not the feeling you want you want no. freedom in the bedroom yeah i'll never understand that and i got a friend who told me that the other day she was like oh i will never date someone named gary gary is my father's name like absolutely not i don't care if he's the hottest man in the world like we're talking about his middle unless, name or we're renaming yeah, unless him he's legally. like gary philip and he's willing to go by philip for the yeah. rest of his life yeah. never called gary again never ever ever again <laughs> or he changes his name you want me to change my last name you change your first name i i said it's fair it's fair i've always i've always uh profess that I am an equal opportunity lover because I I really feel that it's the person it's not the 
it's not what they look like you know even like fat super i've dated someone who's overweight someone who's like incredibly like so skinny i was like you might die soon (laughs) um you know like tall short muscly not muscly i mean it's all about can they make you laugh can they make you happy can they turn you on yeah and a variety of sizes and shapes and colors could do that i aspire to be more like bridget because i am shallow as fuck (laughs) that's not true that's like i'm not like incredibly shallow but there's like a definitely shallow pretty shallow side (laughs) i just i know what i know what i'm like visually attracted to and that's what i'm like gunning for right now and what's funny is like i like justin like back when we were in college you like you're surrounded by people for large amounts of time to where you get to know their personalities and then they become attractive to you. I'm not in that position right now because of like like my work schedule. So I'm like, if you're pretty, this is happening. But I, I feel like you keep going on dates with these pretty guys and then you tell me and you're like, they're dumb, they're boring, they're vapid, they didn't like me, they didn't talk to me. It's like, yeah. you need to shake it up and go out with some normal looking ones. Never, not like not model top shelf. Yeah, not there's anything wrong with models, but there's, there's something, there's something wrong with models. models. <laughs> I, I know I too. I got on a very first dates that are also last dates. Yes. <laughs> the first and last. They're like the first of many. You're like, oh no, we're done. Oh, this is so over. You're... Well, and it takes so much work and preparation getting ready that I, the few times, well, it feels like about half the time guys just flake. They either like cancel at the last minute or no call, no show or whatever. And when that happens now, I'm so happy. I, got, I just discovered, <laughs> I just discovered bonus time. I got two free hours back right on. <laughs> even if I already got ready, even if I already spent the time getting ready and they canceled the last minute, I was like, cool, I got two hours now. What am I going to do? Right? Sweet. I'll hit up my friends because I put makeup on. Like, I beat up my face. I'm going to hit up my <laughs> friends and be like, what are you doing? I look cute. Motherfucker ghosted. So we're going to to go drink. Does that happen to you a lot, Julie? Because I feel like when I was dating, I didn't get like, I didn't get like any no-shows. I didn't have any where the person didn't. I had a couple where they rescheduled for the next day, but it was like, not like an hour before. It was like. I've had that I, morning. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Can we reschedule for I've tomorrow? Had a, I've had a couple that were like, like a couple hours before where I was like already like getting ready, like in yeah. the process. And then it was like, oh, my, my night just opened up. I've never been stood up mm-hmm. and, and so never had a no call, no show. And, um, but I have had friends that have had those and they've had them like frequently. So, I, so they exist. I like, I'm like, I'm totally brushing my shoulder off now. Like I've never been. I was like, yeah, but it, I mean, and just because you haven't been stood up yet doesn't mean I'm not going to get stood up. I was up, like, so I won't. You're my husband would never I'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and gay guys, especially. Yeah. Gay guys flake all the time. They cancel all the time. There's always, I, I, honestly, I feel like it's about 50%. Gay guys wow. are swayzy as fuck. Woof. I like that term swayzy as fuck. I'm going to, start using it what yeah is 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 it swayze like, like patrick swayze that's yeah. what i'm imagining that's like I'm they're thinking. smooth yeah. as fuck that's what i'm because imagining. he was in ghost yeah oh <laughs> i was thinking more like they're like cool you know because he was in roadhouse and he was just like super dope but now i see that you're making a ghosting reference and i will still use it but less than if it was just cool <laughs> oh, i will use it more it's so smart <laughs> That guy was swayzy as fuck. That's funny. <laughs> You're a keeper. For if nothing else, this whole podcast was worth it just for that. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. You taught us something. I gift it to you, ladies. Use it well. <laughs> Hilarious. I wonder if people use that in LA yet. Probably. I'm yeah. I'm not- one of my Minnesotan friends told me that I just saw them this weekend, and we realized that we've all been friends for 12 years now or something like that. And uh, she's like, you know, Bridget, you talk 
different than you used to. Like your accent has changed, which I, I've noticed, you know, I've been here four years now, so it makes and sense. And you start saying things like 100% and for sure. Oh, and <laughs> totally. I, I, yeah, and I have always been very into shortening words and all sorts of little like quips. So, but she's like, you talk very like young, like you use all the vocabulary that young people use. <laughs> and I was like, do I? I and also I, I am true. young, and also, I Duh, because I'm cool like them. <laughs> Because I'm so cool. I'm practically 19. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, it's probably because I watch so much TV and movies. I just like absorb anything I hear from them. Uh, I just learned, well, not just, it's been like six months now, but one of my friends was telling me about vocal fry. And I I had never really like known what vocal fry was until she explained like in today's lingo, young kids are doing this like a lot more. Like that's like when we fry. say Tiffany. Tiffany. It's like that. <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, and it's like what everybody's doing now when they're younger because it's it's the it's the new it's a regional dialect. It's like the new Valley Girl. That's like spreading across the nation. It's very Kardashian, um, and I didn't know about it. And then I started listening to myself talk, especially when I'm like listening to our podcast, and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> do I do that? I don't feel like I do that. No, you don't do it. You don't do it as much as I do because you talk. I have a much more Midwestern up accent. You're like your your mouth is much more open when yeah. you talk, and you're like louder than I am. And then yeah. I'm like more like down here and all in my throat. If my kids ever do that in the future, I'm gonna slap them, <laughs> unless they end up cool like their aunt Julie, aunt Julie. Yeah, but you don't do it all Julie. the time. It's not like that's if they talked like that all the time. All the time. Mom, can I get a snack? I'd be like, motherfucker, make yourself a snack <laughs> <laughs> with that voice. Get out of here. <laughs> That I find that vocal fry really does not bother me as much as the people that go up on the end of every sentence, Ooh, yeah. which is I think that's fading out as like, people aren't doing that as much, but that's still that yeah. one. Mm. I, like, really, I really don't think... date Australians. They always sound confused because they answer everything in a question. But they've got cool accents, so it's okay that they sound confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's allowed. Um, I think I think in terms of like dating apps, we need a dating app that goes back in time to when people had those like like VHS tapes where they would like remember on on, on SNL when they made fun of oh, those lowered expectations. Yeah. yeah, that SNL show called or that SNL skit called Lowered Expectations and it was people who were like who were like looking for love but they had those VHS tapes that they were like making about what they were looking for and they're like, "Hey, I like long like long walks on the beach, blah blah blah." We don't have that. And it's surprising like we need that. It's a genius idea. Why I mean, why don't we have video you know, profile pics yeah. in our apps that you can give a little introduction. You can see the person talking. You can, like, cause I know some of the, the gay apps allow you to upload videos, but for the most part, it's at least the ones that I've seen are guys videoing themselves, like jerking off or fucking. Right. Which but is like, fine. yeah, why couldn't you do just like a, like a selfie video yeah. talking about yourself? And I, this is amazing. I feel like, like a lot of like, there's, there's some apps out there that are or like on most of the dating apps. People are like, check out my Instagram and I will, I will, if we match, I am stalking your Instagram because I want to see if you've got a video of yourself so that I can be like, all right, this is what this person sounds like, walks like, talks like, you know, looks like when they're in motion. Because we all look great in photos. I look damn good in mine. But if we all had like that video app, good idea. Hmm. Um, the thing that's really frustrating on gay apps is that there's still, which is really frustrating, it's getting better, but it's there are still people that don't feel comfortable being out and won't put their face pic in their profile. Oh. So you'll get a lot of just torsos or photos of complete other shit. <laughs> torsos, plants, <laughs> dicks. Like, I would assume. I, I would assume that you probably get a significant amount of dick pics. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys definitely get oh, yeah. more dick pics than we do. 
Oh yeah, I mean, there have been, I can't even count how many times that that's someone's opening salvo. It's just like, dick pic, here you go. <laughs> like, nope, no hi, no hello, no yeah. nothing. <laughs> There's no warm up, just right there. Like, well, that's not really a conversation starter and <laughs> I'm at work. Oh, so, and I'm at work. That is the best phrase for a dick that you don't want to touch. Well, that's not a conversation <laughs> starter. <laughs> Also, also, again, one of one of my other things is that I typically don't date guys that are a lot younger. My I like age appropriate, like maybe five years younger, ten years older, around there. Um, and that's another thing young guys really don't like to hear. I didn't like hearing it when I was younger. I'm like, oh, I'm really mature. That's nice. Not <laughs> as I recall, you kind of were. You were, you know, you had your shit together. <laughs> I've been acting like I was forty for the last twenty years. Um, but. This one guy, on his opening salvo on this app, his first message to me was, you're real handsome for someone your age. <gasps> oh, no, he didn't. Oh, my God. He was 19. And I'm like, did you oh. Did you seek him out and murder him? Wait, so you... No, I'm like, you're just too dumb to be worth it. I can't. <laughs> so you can't do, like, age restrictions for who could see uh, you, I guess? Some of them, like, if you pay for, like, pro accounts, you can. On some, you can kind of set the age range of the people that you see, but you can't control who sees you. I think that's oh, the same for us. Okay. Yeah. Because you like, like, if you're in somebody else's age range, they're going to see you regardless of what your age oh, range is. It. Yeah. Interesting. That would that would hurt my feelings if someone said that to me. Speaking of things that people could say, but that's like him being interested, I guess, not rejecting you. But it's like such a backhanded compliment. Right? It's like a you're just... doing you're doing compliments wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. You you could just say you're attractive. You're really hot. Yeah, you're really hot. That, that. You don't. We, we don't even need to touch the age issue. Yeah. I know what kind of gray hair I got growing in. Like, you shut up, small child. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's brutal. I'm not I'm not gonna teach you any lessons here. Just delete. Yeah, I could have taken you on a sexual journey, which now I'm not going to. I could have taken you to a nice seafood dinner followed by dessert. <laughs> and now I'm not going to. I cannot imagine being that rude. I did tell some people who messaged me not on Tinder, because I had my age range set, but on I wanna say it was on one of the other like an like maybe how about we that didn't have age restrictions but some guy messaged me and he claimed he was 35 and I was like you're 50 actually it might have been <laughs> tinder he might have just lied about his age but I was like you're clearly my dad's age yeah. like you're not 30 I'm sorry I know 30 year olds I've seen them in real life if you're 30 you have either part a some sort of disease of aging <laughs> or part b I don't know what happened, yeah, but no, no, something know. bad happened to you because... Lived real hard. Yeah, and he was like... Yeah, it's so frustrating. I, I feel like looking at online profiles and dating apps has kind of become like marketing. Like we're all super jaded about it now because you have to assume that what anybody puts in the profile is the best version of themselves. You know, just like on Facebook and Twitter or whatever. Like this is the curated, best lighting, perfect angle, been dieting for a week version of themselves. And I've been on so many dates with guys that like... I can tell, like, that's definitely you, and it's it's not like a super old picture. It's you, but this is a real good you. This is not the you that's sitting across from me right now. That we have to kind of assume when we're looking at all the profiles that these are the best versions of people, and you've got to kind of really evaluate them. You know, like you're looking at a marketing message or something, like, this This is amazing sale, and you read the fine print. You feel like we're doing that now with people's profiles. You have to go, okay, this looks really nice, but I'm going to look closer, and I see, oh, okay, Oh, there's a double chin hiding there. Good angle. Okay, great. 
You know what's so funny? I actually went to a job interview once a, a couple of years ago, and the the person's first thing when I came on to the video conference because it was a video conference interview, he goes, "Wow, you look just like your picture," and I was like, "Thank you." And he's like, oh, no, I mean, and now that I've sat in casting sessions and stuff, I'm like, oh, I get it. I get why you were so shocked because I do look just like my picture. Yeah. But I I get it because now I've seen people where I'm like, this, okay, I see how you resemble this photo, but this is a different person, clearly. I feel like, especially out here in LA, I've got a lot of friends who have like headshots and they look, the headshot looks great, but it's, I would look at that picture and never think that that's my friend. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to, like, you need to take pictures that look like you, how you are as a person, because it's one thing like, oh, this is my model shot. Well, yeah, you look great. There's great lighting. You're, you know, posing. Your face is all squunched up in like a certain direction. But when it comes to like what you actually like exude onto a picture, that's what everybody should have either as a headshot or like their profile pic on any of the dating apps. And I've said this to like so many of my straight guy friends. I'm like, if the first picture isn't just you smiling and I have to like guess as to which one of your friends you are and you end up not being the cutest one, P.S. dudes, don't. (laughs) <laughs> to everybody and I, I like I because I ran into this problem myself it was like hey don't put a picture of you and your better looking friends there and one of my guy friends was brutally honest he was like Julie your friend is prettier than you you don't want a picture of your prettier friend and I was like oh my god a you're a dick but thank you <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks very much Jen, have those friends who can be lovingly and brutally honest yeah. about your profile yeah it can be helpful yeah Oh God, I, I Justin, do you get that too out there? Well, you'll 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 message somebody who is like, they give good text, yeah. they give real oh, good yeah. text, and then you meet them in real life, and you're like, good blunk. Yep. No, this is another big reason why I got this from. I mean, I was kind of aware of this, but then I listened to the Aziz Ansari book because um, I only listen to audiobooks. And they, one of the things that research says is meet soon, meet soon, push for a meeting as soon as possible. As soon as you realize there's some kind of connection, just meet because if the text goes on for forever, you know, it could peter out, it could drop off. You could, they seem great via text. And then you meet them. You're like, Oh God, no. And then you wasted your time. True. Meet soon. Yep. Um, Bridget so gives really me that advice too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm always, I'm like, it's been half a day. I'm like, you seem cool. Let's have coffee or dinner or drinks or great. You got to be face to face. You got to see them. You got to see, touch them. You got to see how they interact with like the waiter. You know, are they rude? Bridget because touches that- on the first day. Bridget totally touches. Like on the- arm. I'm not talking about like dick touching necessarily. <laughs> but like necessarily. You can touch their hand maybe or like elbow them if you're like having a funny moment, you know, you can just like a little light flirting or just touch their dick. Just get or, to it. I mean, sometimes on the first date, you get to that. All the light flirting has turned into I'm heavy ready to petting. touch your dick. Oh, that's a good quote. All the light flirting turns into heavy petting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so I feel like in in conclusion a bit when it comes to like who you like, who you swipe on who you're interacting with on your um, various social media and dating apps. My biggest bit of advice would be like, keep an open mind, but also you know what you like and don't let ever let anybody be like, well, you know, you've never known awesomeness until you've met me. No, I, I trust my gut instinct. And if you're not going to date someone, just tell them because it's better to let them go on and search for someone else than to leave that sort of open-ended hanging. Just say, sorry, not interested. Have a great life. Good luck on your search. Go get laid. Not with me. And I'm going to go search around for someone else. And if somebody swoops in and gives you that kiss before you were expecting it, maybe don't knife hand. 
ninja chop. <laughs> no, we're going to be friends, fucker. Um, no, but like, yeah, if somebody swoops in, don't pull a Julie and be like, I don't know. Be very clear because I definitely knew. I knew that I didn't want to be made out with by this guy. Yeah. Declare your boundaries up front. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Justin. It was so fun talking to you. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. This was a fantastic time. Oh my God, we're going to do this again. (laughs) All right, love you. Talk to you soon. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. And for those of you back home, we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.